This episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanco. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 6.30 central, at www.twitch.tv backslash BlancaOG. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome, guys. This is week 69. Nice. <laughs> uh, still got a, got, a, got, a, got a funny little thumbs up from Dustin just there. Always good. Um, this is Tailgate Talks, and uh, this is the, the tailgate where we discuss what's going on in the rest of the sporting world. Sorry, we're coming off a little bit of a high. We, we just got done, if you're into Texas Tech sports, discussing... The UT and Texas Tech game with the return of Chris Beard. So if you're into that, make sure you go check out the other episode of Club Red and take and take in our take of that game itself. But uh, we got plenty to talk about today with the NFL champion conference championship games running, coming around. Uh, we got obviously the Super Bowl coming up here in a couple weeks. May touch a little, uh, not not really touching too much of a base on that, but. Uh, just the early early thoughts on the matchup, some NBA talk, shot bets, all the fun. Uh, but before we do dive into that episode, make sure to follow us on Spotify and on iTunes. Make sure to give us the uh, five-star <coughs> rating on both. And uh, drop a review below if it is on iTunes. Uh, on Twitter, you can find us at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And if you do swing by that YouTube channel, make sure you give us a subscription and make sure you give us the bell notification. That way you're notified each time a new video is posted. As far as our personal accounts, Dustin, you can find him at DustinWimmer22, Brooks at Calvin B. Barrett, and me at Block, where the L is a 1. And lastly, if you have any sort of thoughts, questions, or anything you want to hear us discuss on the show, email us at the email tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. So let's go ahead and uh, just dive right into this. Uh, plenty to talk about here. This is uh, Tailgate Talks NFL. All right, Dustin, what you got going on over there? Conference championship week is over. We have our Super Bowl matchup, and it's not what we expected. The Rams, you know, pulled that out against 49ers. Wasn't really an upset there, but somehow Patrick Mahomes blew it in the second half and let Joe Burrow in Cincinnati pull off the upset. And so now we have Bengals in Rams in two weeks. It's ridiculous, like crazy, good for Cincinnati <laughs> and Joe Burrow. Like, but he was the number one pick two years ago. They were the worst team in the NFL two years ago. <laughs> and then they trade AJ Green like to get more picks. And now they're beating the Chiefs and in the Super Bowl. <laughs> like what? So let's start here. I know Brooks has a lot of uh, Patrick Mahomes thoughts. So, Bengals getting dominated in the first half by the Chiefs. Chiefs are making it look easy. And the second half was totally flip-flopped, and it was all Bengals. The 
Chiefs scored, what, three points in the second half and overtime. Thought they had it won when they won the coin flip. You know, we're talking, so well, yeah, we're going to go score. Tony Romo is even like, yeah, Jim, they're going to go score. And that didn't happen at all. Joe Burrow did it all. Um, Brooks, talk us about your Patrick Mahomes thoughts because you had some very harsh words for him. Yeah, I mean, it was a tell of two has for him. He was incredible in the first half. They looked unstoppable. Um, you know, they unfortunately make a – a time management error at the end and don't get that extra touchdown or a field goal there that would have probably sealed the deal, I think. But then he comes out and he has the worst half of football I've ever seen yep. Mahomes play. He was garbage. Uh, he was Jimmy Garoppoloing all over the field. It was bad. He was like had open receivers, yet he's running around, scampering, getting sacked. I mean, that offense did absolutely nothing in the second half, a defense that couldn't slow him down at all. And then all of a sudden, you know, you could barely move the ball yeah. and you get the ball down there. You have a chance to win the game and he takes them out, like puts them into where they have to make a kind of deep field goal just to tie the game to go to overtime. And then in overtime, he had three of the worst passes of his career all in a yeah. row. Like he yeah. almost threw, he almost threw a game ending pick six T.I. Apple on, uh, he dropped it. And then he follows that up by throwing another, uh, an actual pick that sealed the game. So he was just really bad and, you know, there's no excuse for it. I, I, he kind of choked the game for them and gave Burrow the opportunity and Burrow took it. And here the Bengals are in the Super Bowl because of that. It was just baffling to watch that unfold. And my girlfriend who doesn't really know much about sports was like, is he trying to lose the game? And, <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I don't, I don't have an answer for that. Cause it, it was, it was bad. I, I just yeah. don't really have a lot of words other than, man, I what heard the hell? some stats on it. The first half, I think he had a perfect passer rating, and the second half, he had a zero. Yeah, it was, That's it was garbage. Incredible. Arley, what do you think about the Bengals upsetting the Chiefs? Um, Shocked. Like, you know, you, we, yeah. you know this oh. is – for everybody, this is just – this was supposed to be the shoe in game <clears throat> and I, I, I'm, I, we're starting to see uh, Mahomes kind of develop this little streakiness to him. Like when he's hot, he's hot and the hottest guy and he's going to get hot and he's going to, it's going to come back around. That's just who he is. But when he's not, it, it, it it's, 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 it impacts this entire team, how they play, what they do. Uh, the, like, like, yeah, how their defense plays. It, it's all surrounded by how hot Patrick Mahomes is playing. Yeah. And so, unfortunately, like, you know, you, you know, you want to pull for him because he was a Red Raider and a good one, uh, even without even without the best record, but we'll put some of that up to Cliff. Um, but you gotta kind of, you kind of gotta be objective when you're looking at him and, and he's, he he's kind of turning into a streaky quarterback. Uh, I hate to say it. It's for games oh, yeah. on end. Like like he'll be able to have five hot games and like two slow ones or like bad ones. But like, when are the bad ones going to hit? When is he going to get out of rhythm? What's causing him to get out of rhythm? Like, it's unfortunate because he is such a kind of cool head and awesome to see in the playoffs. Um, but. On the other side of this coin, we do got to kind of give the hat or tip of the cap to the Bengals, to Joe Burrow, 
to the just cool, calm, and collected and cocky. Let's be real. Like, fucking fun to see that. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I've just been enjoying that. I, I, I just, I don't know why or what it is about him, but he's got that fucking vibe where I'm just like, I like watching this guy win. Like, he's fucking out there dancing, smoking cigars, having the fucking time of his life, fucking, like, looking like The Rock out there on that interview or whatever. Like, uh, yeah, these are real diamonds. You know how much fucking money I make? (laughs) Fucking just all sorts of levels of cocky. But I fucking love it. He's a very smooth, smooth, confident. Yeah. Very, very much so. Um, But... That's that's kind of my 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 main take from from that matchup from that game. Uh, so yeah, the Bengals are young, so that's good for them. They can build around you know this core offensive group. Maybe get Joe Burrow some blocking at some point. But that's what's scary about the Chiefs is you know Pat Mahomes' giant contract's about to start hitting. Travis Kelsey's like thirty three or something. Like their window's kind of closing ish and. You got to rearrange some parts in the next couple years to keep up with all the awesome young quarterbacks in the AFC because that AFC is going to be awesome for the next few years, quarterback wise. Yeah. Ton of fun. So, NFC wise, 49ers and Rams, we had a little bit of a good game there, but Jimmy Garoppolo could not pull out the upset and get the Nursery Bowl. He's probably done with the 49ers. Matt Stafford eluded the game-ending pick six or interception that he tried to throw to the 49ers safety. And that was the turning point of the game that 49ers couldn't hold on anymore when Stafford's trying to give you the ball like he always does. Um, Rooks, how do you feel about Rams beating the 49ers? I'm glad that they did because I was really scared there for a little bit that it was going to be Bengals 49ers in the Super Bowl, and that would be the most uninteresting Super Bowl ever. Like, I'm tired of watching Jimmy Garoppolo. And so I'm glad that the Rams were able to overcome uh, that. I'm glad the 49ers defensive back dropped that easy-ass interception. And I'm glad that Cooper Cup – gets to play another week of football because that dude just continues to be uh, amazing every time on third down Stafford's looking for cup and, and the defense knows it too, but he's still able to make the catch, get separation, make the play. Um, So excited for this Super Bowl. I think Rams Bengals is more exciting, but ultimately Jimmy Garoppolo kind of Jimmy Garoppolo all over himself at the end of that game. And, and uh, that threw a hor- horrible interception there to end it. Um, not real sure what he was so, trying to do there. He, he had to get rid of the ball and try to make something happen before he took a bad sack. And it, yeah. you know, he's getting twirled down by Aaron Donald. So he kind of just lost it up and zings it over the head of his running back. And there was a good play on the defense on the back end of that. So he yeah, had I mean, tip there. drill. That wasn't really all him. But, but – but ultimately, you kind of knew once the Rams had the lead, like what, what makes the 49ers good is getting a lead and being able to run the ball and force it to Debo a lot and, and kind of control the game that way. And then when you have to rely on Jimmy Garoppolo to go down and win you a game, yeah. it's really tough to do. 
And so that's kind of what happens. And the Rams find themselves back in the Super Bowl. Matt Stafford, happy for him. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., of course, now gets like the ultimate redemption from going from the Cleveland Browns to a Super Bowl uh, team. So that's pretty cool, too. So, yeah, uh, excited for the Rams to be able to pull this one out. All right. How are you feeling about Rams beating the 49ers? Good. Um, It's kind of like, well, Burke's kind of said it like it was the narrative that we needed to happen. Yeah, to make the Super Bowl worth it. Like, if the if the 49ers had come off on come off on top of that one, this would have been a terrible Super Bowl <laughs> to watch. Terrible. Yes. But like now, we got a, two lovable quarterbacks, right? We got yep. you know everybody kind of loves Joe Burrow, and everybody oh, yeah. praises Matthew Stafford for for basically paying his dude in Detroit. And so, and like, whoever comes out on top of this Super Bowl, most people I feel like are going to be like, except for obviously if you live in Cincinnati or or L.A. or whatever, fucking St. Louis, if you're still a fan, um, most people are going to be all right with the outcome of this game. And so it's going to be a good matchup. It's going to be it's a good narrative going into it. And I, 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 I think the right team to make this a good Super Bowl came out on top of that 49ers Rams game. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure the Rams are favored in this matchup by three or four right now. Uh, we're not going to make our picks, but just early thoughts, maybe even throw out a, a feel maybe this way or that way, this team or that team. Um, early early thoughts real quick on Super Bowl matchup, Bengals and Rams. Man, it, it's it's hard to make a prediction anymore because it's like, <laughs> it's like whenever uh, – um... Brooks would be betting against the against the or betting for the Lions against the Lions. He had some shit with the Lions, and it was just like the one week that he'd fucking like do the wrong bet with them. It'd go. <laughs> they the get blown way. out. Yeah, but then the next weeks they'd be like competitive. Yeah, <sighs> so it's just kind of like that with the Bengals right now. Like we don't yeah. know why or how, but they're still fucking here. That's right. And unfortunate for these Rams. They end up, they're they're kind of a little bit streaky too. We're not really sure which Rams we're gonna get, even though they have like ten All Stars on their roster. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, like you go down that list and like if you look at that Rams roster, top to bottom, Loaded. and you see like at about ten people that could end up in the Hall of Fame, like ten. Yeah, yeah, and it's insane, but they're still streaky for some reason. And these Bengals are still here. So, like, I'm excited for this game. Uh, obviously not not giving too big of a prediction just yet because I still want to kind of yeah. see how this shapes up going forward and, uh, you know, full lineups and stuff. But right now it should be leaning towards the Rams, but not by much. This is, like, less than a field goal advantage Rams, like one or two point. Yeah. Brooks, how are Rams. you feeling about the, the matchup? Early thoughts, quick, quick error here. Yeah, I'm kind of like Arlie. I feel like this should be the Rams to lose. You know, I think that they are the better team. I think they have the better defense. I think they have um, just a better overall team and that they should, but it's kind of hard to doubt the Bengals. Uh, you know, we kind of doubted them last week, wrote them yeah. off, thought the Chiefs were going to dominate them, and, and here they are. So, yeah, yeah it, it's tough to really 
get a grip on on who is you know going to win this game i can obviously see both teams coming out on top but i really do believe like the rams are the better team and better suited to win this one and and of course it's in la you've got you know you've never had the super bowl hosted uh, by the home team until last year. And then you get it back to back years where the Rams get to host the Super Bowl. Like, I, I feel like this is theirs to lose. And, and I would, I'd be pretty surprised if it is the Bengals holding up the, the trophy at the end of all of this, you know, despite everything that they've been through and, and all of this. It's, it's a pretty cool story, but it's got to end at some point, right? <laughs> That's what we keep thinking, but I don't know. I think the biggest key, a lot of the big key, like it was last year is going to be since he's an offensive line against that defensive line of the yeah. Rams with Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller and all those guys up front. Cause I mean, the Titans sacked them nine times. Like yeah, is not going to have a fun time. I don't think. Yeah. And the chiefs weren't able to take advantage of it that. And so that's no. been one of their problems, but you know, you would think with Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller, like that's, that's a whole other level of, yeah. of talent for this all we'll break that block. down more next week and actually get into it uh brooks i did see something we were talking about yesterday the Bengals are going to wear black jerseys yeah i saw that so the rams will be hopefully in white and not their gray shitty uniforms so hopefully they go white and we just get black and white but decent decent uniform matchup yeah i wish they were allowed to wear blue Black and blue would look really good. Oh, yeah. I know. Color rush it. Why not? <laughs> um, so, we'll do more of that come next week. That'll be our last game. Pro Bowls this weekend, but no one cares. No. <laughs> um, so, some I'll... news real quick to wrap this up. Yeah. Um, couple retirements. Big Ben. We saw that one coming. But then he's probably a Hall of Famer, pretty sure. Long 17-year career, two Super Bowls. A lot of, I mean, never had a losing season in Pittsburgh. But then, you know, earlier this week, the greatest Tom Brady retires. Um, he kept up with our Twitter this weekend. I was grieving um, by taking a lot of my shot bets, you know, and posting them, actually. So my numbers should have went down severely. Um, but – Greatest of all time. It's crazy to see like the records that he has. It's almost every record you can think of for a good quarterback. I mean, he's got Super Bowl yards. He's got all the Super Bowl records. He's got playoff records. He's got the regular season records. And he just had his best like year, yeah. like numbers wise, and led the league in yards and touchdowns this year. And is just stepping away on top as you know kind of tom does like he's gonna control it and he's like i'm going out as the best his legacy is very intact you know as peyton manning kind of was dwindling dwindling fast and big ben same thing tom his best best year goes out on top brooks i know you're you like watching him play as well uh, your thoughts on brady leaving us yeah, I mean, we've got to watch him for the majority of my life, like 22 years oh, yeah. of him. I, I don't really remember football without nope. uh, Tom Brady, you know. Um, I mean, there's players in the league that weren't were born or don't remember any football without yeah. him. Like yeah. Kyle Pitts is 21 years old. 
You know, I was listening to Bill Simmons talk about it on his podcast today, and he was kind of throwing some stats out there, like, you know, when Brady, you know, that makes Brady's career, like, seem absurd. And, you know, one of his big rivals, Peyton Manning, well, Manning retired seven years ago. (laughs) Um, I think uh, LeBron hadn't even entered the NBA at the start of Tom Brady's uh, career, just so many longevities there weren't even any fast and furious movies out at the time of his is was the other stat now there's like nine of them <laughs> so um it's just he's it, got a crazy career you know you could separate his career into three different things and he has three hall of fame careers three hall of fame careers um, it, it's just absurd the longevity the uh that he's played at what still being one of the best quarterbacks at 44 I think the only record he won't break is being the oldest quarterback to throw for yards. I think there is a 45-year-old quarterback who threw for 166 yards. So he won't have that record, but he'll have like every other single record. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, he's the greatest to ever do it. And did it at the highest of levels, made 10 Super Bowls, just uh, a crazy and amazing competitor. And the game will – feel a lot different with him not taking the field on Sundays anymore. Yeah, I don't think it's really going to – I mean, like I said, I was grieving on Saturday when the news broke. Um, I've kind of gotten over it since then when it re-broke yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's really going to hit me until, like, you know, the first or second week and you're watching Patriots and Bucks games and you're like – He's he's really not here anymore. Like yeah. he's dealing with the fam. Like wow, this is weird. Um, Arlie, your thoughts on the great Tom Brady? I mean, what else can be said? Like it, it you know what? Uh, okay, uh, it, it was like watching an election and seeing your candidate lose. Like. I can't believe that that happened. Like, you're just sitting there, like, dumbfounded. You're like, you never thought it would come. You never thought it would happen. But then, like, at the same... Like, you're just sitting there like, oh, man, I'm kind of bummed out. Like, you know, yeah. out of out of your control, obviously. But, like, you're kind of... I'm kind of bummed out. Like, I... I've always said that um, I've never been a Patriots fan. I've just been a Tom Brady fan. And same. fucking loved him. Fucking miss it. I'm going to – football's going to – it's going to be exciting without him here, but it's not going to be the same without him here because this this round of quarterbacks coming around, you know, we got we got, we got got some stars in this league now that, that are just balling out. Tons of fun to watch, very entertaining, you know. But as far as Tom Brady goes, I mean, what he's he's the greatest of all time in all sports in my opinion. Because to do it through three different decades, all those teams, all those roster rebuilds with 51 players, like Michael Jordan had to, had he, he did his stuff with the same two players backing him up for a majority of it, right? And that's kind of yeah, one of the main but, arguments for GOAT, right? Is like the way MJ. He, Tom redefined himself from year to year and team to team with the rules changing and, you know, he had defensive teams, running teams. He had the Wes Welker, Randy Moss team. Then he had, you know, Gronk and all these other white guys that came in and out. Like, the guys he's played with and how he's adapted himself is also incredible. You're right. 
So I I'm it's gonna suck. I'm gonna miss playing. I'm gonna miss seeing him uh, play yeah. on that field. Come out and you know, but it, it had to happen eventually. Just kind of surprised that it happened now. Yeah, I mean, I was hoping like one more year maybe, but yeah, I guess not. Um, so a couple things to wrap up NFL stuff. Then we'll go to Brooks for basketball. A little short tailgate today. Um, head coaching vacancies are getting filled. I know five of the nine are full. Um, I don't have that list right in front of me, but I know Bears got taken. Harbaugh just declined, I guess, the Vikings and is coming back to Michigan. So that one's still open. Um, yeah, all those moves are getting made. Good for them. I know the Giants hired Dayball from the Bills. Uh, but then there's also Flores filing against the NFL owners. Um, and that's going to ruffle a lot of feathers and uncover a lot of things bad about this NFL hiring policy. Um, very interesting. And I love hearing all the takes, um, especially there's a lot of African-Americans in on all these shows, on all these networks that, have a good voice and a good opinion of this. And it's good that it's getting uncovered. Um, I don't know what the solution will be. Um, it's pretty terrible stuff, but I don't have any yeah. thoughts on that or just see what happens. Yeah. I think we, um, I'll let the more qualified people uh, yeah. talk on this one, but you know, I definitely, you know, side with Flores on this one and, and side with the black coaches who are, out there trying to get NFL coaching jobs and that they're not really getting the same opportunity as their counterparts. And that's not really fair. I mean, I thought Brian Flores would be the first coach hired after he yeah. got fired from Miami, like should have been, should have been. And so um, the fact that he hasn't got a head coaching job yet is kind of baffling to me. So I, I definitely think there's something wrong with it in this whole uh lawsuit stuff um the owner of the dolphins was mad at flores for yeah. not tanking games two years ago and he was offering him money to tank games like lose games on purpose so we can get a better draft pick yeah and hugh jackson said the same thing about cleveland like <laughs> blows my mind kind of yeah yeah <laughs> Their oh, owners need their team to lose that bad. Yeah, because well, the owners aren't thinking about the, about their the own fucking players. Team. They're they're not thinking about the player that needs to put out the highlight reel to get a paycheck next right. year. Like they don't give a fuck about that. They're just trying no. to like, no, that, that that every player out there's got some pride and they're going to be playing to feed their fucking family. No, yeah, I I um, I I, I think this whole thing. I mean, it, it it's it's not my topic. You know, I I, I I've. I've grown up with some racism in my own life with, uh, with being Hispanic, my mother, you know, being called some nasty names while I've been in the back of a car and, uh, you know, us, us not getting invited to parties because she has an accent. Like I've, I've dealt with my own fair share of this, but like, obviously it's not to this kind of, not, not to this scale, not to this degree. Uh, but Brian Flores should not have been, what, what what's the uh, the Mooney Mooney law Mooney rule is what it's called Rooney rule Rooney, Rooney, Rooney yeah, rule it's yeah. A scam. and uh, and honestly he should not be that that coach for that rule like this guy is a top tier coach he 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 put the Dolphins into relevancy 
and gave them a positive record for two years in a row. Like that's not who you do that with. Uh, th this guy right. is and should be who you want to be your head coach. So yep. it's, it's disgusting so, to see. And I, I hope it goes in his favor. Yeah, for sure. A um, couple things to wrap up our playoff picks. So from last week, Dustin and Arley both went 0-2 because Rams barely pulled it out. They did not win by the three and a half. Yep. So even though we had that game, we did not win on the spread there. Brooks, though, did pick the 49ers there. So he wins at three and a half. So he went one and one. We all had the Chiefs on the other side. Um, the updated playoff picks, Brooks is in first, Arley second. I don't think I've won a game yet. <laughs> yeah, you're 0-6. <laughs> Can't wait for these, uh, you know, whatever three weeks of punishment I have or whatever we're going to end up doing for next year. But next week we'll talk more Super Bowl matchup, actual things, halftime show, I guess, commercials, whatever we might come up with for Super Bowl fun stuff. But we'll make it interesting. We'll wrap up our NFL, and I'll kick it back to you to Hell send yeah. it over to Brooks for NBA. Let's go, let's go. All right, so, yeah, ton of excitement there going on. There a ton of news coming out for the NFL right there. Uh, right. Not, not really a lot of excitement there because, you know, all, most of the excitement happened three days ago. But yeah. uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and jump over to the NBA and kick this to Brooks. All right, Brooks, what's happening over on the court? All right, so we're nearing the All-Star game. Uh, that will be, you know, in a couple weeks at the end of February. Uh, so the all-star starters were named. And so <laughs> on the Eastern Conference starters, we got DeMar DeRozan, Trey Young, Joel Embiid, Kevin Durant, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. So pretty, you know, all guys that you would expect to be there on that side, really. Yeah. On the Western Conference side, you got Steph Curry, John Morant, LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, and Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Uh, Andrew yeah. Wiggins named an NBA All-Star for the first time in his career. He's never been an All-Star before, <laughs> but he was named. And someone did a little bit of digging uh, and found out the reason why he might have been nominated a starter is, you know, the fans are allowed to vote on the All-Star starters. You're allowed to vote that. And uh, I'm not sure exactly what percentage of the fan vote actually counts for it. I know the players get a vote and all that as well. But a K-pop singer, and if you're familiar with K-pop, their fans are quite uh, loyal. Um, and a K-pop singer put uh, a tweet out about voting Andrew Wiggins as a starter. And, well, K-pop took over and was a huge reason on why Andrew Wiggins got so many fan votes. Now, it still took player votes and other stuff to get him in there. But ultimately, he receives the bid. It's pretty absurd. Andrew Wiggins is... While having a good season on a winning team, he is nowhere near the caliber of player as an all-star starter. Uh, so it's pretty absurd to see him in there uh, as a starter. He's putting up average numbers. Uh, I think, like, if you compare his numbers to Desmond Bain, they're pretty identical. And some of you are like, who's Desmond Bain? And that's exactly why Andrew Wiggins should not be an all-star starter. But he is, and it'll be a cool opportunity for him. Y'all have any thoughts on K-pop dragging former Kansas player Andrew Wiggins, former first-round overall pick, into an all-star starter position? 
that's what you get for having all these fan votes. Like, yep. It's literally set up to have something like this happen. I mean, yeah, good for Andrew Wiggins. That's cool for him. He's not a starter. Maybe he's an all-star, but probably not. But <laughs> cool for him, I guess, but it's going to be a little ridiculous. Like him in that locker room, like, yeah. I'm like, why am I here? <laughs> Uh, I like it. I think it's. I think it's great. Um, that's what you get. Uh, honestly, that's what you get. If you if you want to put it to a fan vote and have some fun with it and get people engaged, uh, I'm sorry, but you know you 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 turn you know the NBA All Star game into into Dancing with the Stars, like. Yeah, but they, they've never really let it affect that much. I remember the year there was Zaza Pachulia was getting, like, starter yeah. votes. But, you know, usually the NBA intercedes and is like, all right, we can't literally be having Zaza Pachulia as a starter in the NBA All-Star game. But ultimately, that's what happens. Other news right now, there's not a whole lot going on. Um, the trade deadline is next week, uh, February 10th. And so some, you know, normally at this point, you kind of expect some news to be dropping, but really there hasn't been anything, any trades yet. You know, there's still Ben Simmons rumors, but I feel like nothing's going to happen there. Um, and, and for the most part, there's not really any big names out there to be traded. There's going to be some role player guys traded for sure. Guys trying to bolster their lineups for a playoff push uh, will definitely happen, but nothing's happened yet. Probably the main bit of news here is, is a team that would be kind of looking to make some trades, the Utah Jazz. Um, Joe Ingles, one of their best players, or one of their um, more valuable players, uh, tore his ACL uh, over the last week, and, and he was going to be kind of in those trade rumors as a trade piece, uh, as an asset that they were kind of looking to move on from. And so that kind of hurts them into where now they don't have a player who's played solid for them for several years, and now they don't have him as a trade piece uh, either. So... Um, other than that, the news is pretty slow in the NBA next week. We'll definitely have a lot more to cover as trades and players are dealt and moved uh, around the NBA. But other than that, that's that's pretty much what I got for you all this week. Nice. Short week, short week. That's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not, not a lot going on because, I mean, you know, all the NBA games are wrapping up or uh, NFL games wrapped up. You know, we're down to the Super Bowl and then, you know, we got the NBA still kind of not not we're not. We're not even at the at the All Star break yet, so uh, not a lot to talk about this week. But definitely, we're still going to continue bringing you guys the news week in, week out. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump, kick this over to Shot Bets. We'll talk about or update where we're at on those, and then wrap this up with some final shots afterwards. All right, so uh, first shot bet that we had last week was the Bengals versus the Chiefs. Chiefs being a seven-point favorite, and the Chiefs blow it. Blow it! 21-3 lead in the half. Or, sorry, yeah, no, wait, was it into the half? I forgot when it happened. Either way, they were up by 17 or 18 points. Ridiculous. And uh, Yeah, it was 21-10 to 10 at halftime. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I kind of second-guessed that. Uh, but... They lose the game, sending the Bengals to the Super Bowl, and handing all of us a shot bet loss, which should have been kind of a guaranteed shot bet win. Uh, Second game that we had there was the uh, 49ers versus the Rams. Rams being a 33.5 point 
favorite, uh, Rams, with the win, but failing to cover in the game itself. Uh, so giving Brooks a a, a – wait, did you bet on giving this? All no, you, did you hedge your bet? Yeah, I took the 49ers in the other bet, but we all took the Rams in the shot yeah. bet, so we all lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> That's what it was. I, I, I was getting confused there with the head, bet hedging on there. Um, so this week, bets – we got the Pro Bowl coming up. We have the AFC versus the NFC. Just a straight-up bet. Um, are, are we wanting to place those bets right now? Sure, sure why not? AFC, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this one really, I guess it doesn't matter. On uh, <laughs> we're not overanalyzing a Pro yeah, Bowl game, but no, there's not, not a lot going on in the sports world to, to put a shot bet on. So let's do one of the last couple of football games we have left for the, I like it. For the time being. So. Here, let's just do NFC, AFC. I'm cool with it. Uh, pick a winner. Uh, I'm going to um, go AFC for me. Well, I don't want to completely go all on the one side here, so I'll go NFC <laughs> for fun. So we have a little bit of variety. Oh, love it. <laughs> all right. So uh, shot bet for this week, AFC versus NFC, straight up bet. Uh, be on the lookout on social media to b- make sure to place your bet whenever the Pro Bowl game comes around this weekend. Uh, second shot bet that we have for this week is Texas Tech at West Virginia. Uh, we'll pick that a little bit closer to game time since uh, that's a couple of days away, uh, and we, we don't have the full rosters, and we're still kind of all recovering from the hangover that was the UT win last night. So uh, be on the lookout for that on social media as well. As far as total shot bets owed, I'm sitting at 24. Yeah. Uh and um gonna work on that sometime soon hopefully mm-hmm, uh sure. brooks is at one dustin at three and uh, anybody else out there who is uh also sitting at 24 make sure you go out there and pay those shot bet debts uh send us a video send us a picture or just tweet it saying i just paid my shot bet debt and tag us at tailgate talks on twitter uh so that does wrap up this week's episode guys uh dustin final shot final take for the week man what do you got I don't have a final shot because I was so focused on Texas game and that breakdown. So for the last time to recap that again, guns up, horns down. Yeah. Uh, Brooks, I saw your little note there. Very good one. I'm excited about that. Uh, What is your final shot for the week? Yeah, uh, it's crazy because I feel like we were just covering the Summer Olympics not too long ago. Uh, but the Winter Olympics are arriving this weekend on uh, February 4th, I think, is the opening ceremony. But, um, yeah, so just some more sports to be in our lives. Uh, I'm not a, as big a fan of the Winter Olympics as I am of the Summer Olympics. There's a few events I like. I like snowboarding and some of the skiing events, some of the uh, um you know, racing and stuff like that's always fun. So, uh, Winter Olympics are here. So, you know, I love curling. I legit will sit and watch oh, a yeah. curling match. What, what's the uh, the 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 men's curling? The the white guy with the mustache. I hope he's. I hope he's back. I hope he's back too. That dude was so fun to pull for last time. Oh, I forgot about that. You know what? I'm in. I'm in just for that. I didn't even think I was, and I'm in. Uh, anything else to add for for the Winter Olympics, Brooks? Um, just. Enjoy having some random ass shit to watch <laughs> on like a random Tuesday that night. Is the best about the Olympics is just or, random stuff. Yeah. I guess I'll watch this ping pong match. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god, dude, we got into that ping pong shit for a while. Um, mine is gonna actually be 
just a little bit of a, a, a quick conversation piece. How how are y'all liking all the news about the decommits to Oklahoma? Not surprised with the transfer portal, and I don't care because coaches can leave whenever they want to. So mm-hmm. why not have players do it? So it's for just... Oklahoma, but they'll be okay in a couple years. Like they'll bounce right back. But I was just kind of I was just kind of liking. Really it. I don't know. Surprised. I, I kind of noticed it, and I was like, dude, they're having a lot of decommits though. Like this next year, next couple oh, yeah. of years. They'll, they'll be back. It's still OU, and it, and eventually it's going to be OU in the SEC, and they're going to be a recruiting monster soon to come, I'm sure. But, like, just kind of cool just to, to see it, you know? Kind of cool yeah. to see, like, that players get to, like, you know, pick their destination a little bit better. Yeah. But uh, that does wrap up the episode for us, guys. Uh, make sure, if you're not already, to follow us on iTunes, follow us on Spotify. Always appreciate that. Make sure to hit us up on all social media accounts at tailgate underscore talks on Twitter. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, as well as YouTube. Uh, if you do swing by that YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe, make sure you hit the bell notification. That way you're notified each time a video goes live. Uh, as far as our personal accounts, Dustin, you can find him at Dustin Wimmer 22 horns down Brooks. You can find him at Calvin B Barrett and me. You can find me at Blanco where the L is the one. And uh, as always, guys, make sure you uh, have have an uh, awesome weekend. Have an awesome week. Uh, thanks for coming out and checking it out. Uh, make sure to go check out the Club Red episode. We had Jackson from Ramblin' Raiders on there. Uh, really good, really good interview. Really, not really interview, but uh, guest speaker, yeah. we'll say. Uh, really good takes he had, though, about the, about the UT game. But uh, until then, guys, we'll catch you all next week. Catch you all at the next tailgate. Peace.